Have you ever heard of exorcism? Well, it's a stylized ritual in which the uh, rabbi or the priest try to drive out this so-called invading spirit. Uh, it's been uh, pretty much discarded these days, except by the, the Catholics who keep it in the closet as a sort of an embarrassment. But uh, it uh, has worked, in fact, although not for the reasons they think. Of course, it's, it's uh, purely a force of suggestion. You know, the uh, the victim's belief in possession is what helped cause it. So in that same way, the belief in the power of exorcism can make it disappear. You're telling me that I should take my daughter to a witch doctor? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Excuse me. And this is episode um, 134. We, this is the beginning of the Halloween um, movie series that we've done for the last, this is our third time, I think. Um, so we are doing, did I say, I don't know. We're doing, uh, the exorcist. That's what we're doing. Uh, you voted, you, the listener voted, uh, the one listener voted. And, um, we have collected, uh, all of the votes and watched all of the videotapes. And we have come to the conclusion <laughs> that we're going to do the exorcist. So, uh, first, um, and other movies will come and I will, uh, divulge that information at the end of the episode. Um, episode 134, in case I didn't say it. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. The power of Christ compels you, Jemison. Hey, guys. <laughs> that is <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it was also great that you uh, picked that version, not the... Uh, uh, the original not uh, flow rider uh, yeah uh, yeah well yeah, yeah. Not, not just the fact yes part of yes that you've picked the um the the pitch perfect version but also the fact that you picked the uh not the original one that it was even a cover of the flow rider cover oh, of yeah dead or alive yeah yeah that's great um cornelius never eating split pea soup again logan eat me eat me <laughs> The pea soup, you know. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, Sam is not joining, hasn't joined us yet tonight. So, um, you know, whenever you have these kind of scary movies, especially ones that kind of deal with demon possessions and things like that, the occult, uh, there's always this really weird trivia that goes along with it. Like when they were filming Poltergeist uh, while flying, the plane was struck by lightning like seven times um, in air and. And just little things like that. We are we were minutes away from hitting record, and Sam lost power to his entire neighborhood. So we are, uh, yeah. Uh, so we are hoping that Sam is. Uh, we know he's all right, but we're hoping that at some point he'll be able to join us. 
Uh, also, there's a weird little clicky noise that's floating around in the system. I don't know what the hell it is. So, again, ghost in the system. Um, we're just, in the system. We're just going to hang in there and, and do the best we can. Um, there we go. All right. So, this is two, uh, not two, this is 1973's The Exorcist. Um, Starring a bunch of people who I will, I know I just forgot their names uh, because they're not in front of me. Lynn Ellen uh, Burstyn, Max von Sydow, of course, can't forget him. Um, uh, uh, and um, who else? Joe Jason Pesci. Miller. Uh, Joe Pesci is not in this. Uh, he would have been. He, he would have made it better. He was the demon. Oh, he was, yeah. the, he was the voice of the demon. Um, Father Karras was Jason Miller, and Linda Blair is Reagan, uh, and a bunch of other people that you don't know. So. Um, before we kind of do our typical intros and things like that, um, hopefully Andrew has uh, some words to say about it. Yes, I do. When a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity. The devil. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. What about the only time there'll ever be like actual show prep on this uh, on this show when we actually talk about what we're gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a possession movie. It's the possession movie, right? It's kind of one of the first, right? I mean, I think yeah, maybe Rosemary's no. Baby is in there too, but um, yeah. This 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 movie. Uh, so has anyone had anyone seen it before? I have not. No, I had never seen it. Oh, neat. So we were all of us uh, virgins. Virgins? That's not the word. Virgins. <laughs> um, that to, word. I don't think you know what that word <laughs> I don't think you know what that word means. You keep um, saying that word. <laughs> yeah, I, I, clearly I don't. Um, we were all of us new to this to this movie, so that'll be interesting. I don't know. I can't remember if Sam had seen it or not. Um, I feel like he has. Like I feel like he goes to sleep to this movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this movie puts him to sleep at night. I think he went to the premiere. Uh, 19? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There, there's an old joke. When he was in the high school? You know. Yeah, when he was yeah. in high school, yeah. Getting ready to graduate. Um, so there's a lot of great trivia about this movie, which I'm really excited to get into. Um, but uh, I'm really interested to, to, to kind of hear what we all kind of think about it, because... People have strong opinions about this movie. There's a lot of movies out there that kind of exist that, that people have like super strong opinions about. Uh, and I kind of feel like this is one of them. Because when I told other people that I had never seen this before, they, they looked at me and with horror, uh, just like a lot of the, the, the mother did at her daughter in this movie. Like, I can't believe you've not seen this. And it's like, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't really do horror films very much, you know? So I uh, just, just don't. So anyway... Andrew, kind of your initial thoughts, sir. Um, well, this is certainly a movie that I will not soon forget um, because not only do I not watch horror movies that often, I uh, this one and, and well, let me let me go back a second. Uh, the horror movies I've seen have never bothered me in any kind of way whatsoever. Uh, but this one bothered me a little bit and not bothered me in the sense of, oh, I don't agree with this or, oh, this is kind of really, really evil. Like I've heard some people say it bothers me in the fact of there are some really disturbing scenes um, in this movie. And 
to to be to do those scenes with a 12 well I guess she might have been a 14 or 15 year old actress but to with a young female some of the scenes in there I was like oh my gosh in 1973, they allowed this stuff, kind of stuff to happen. Um, it was a different time. Well, it yeah. was. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, wait. That was Holy weird. crap! That was scary as hell. Speaking <laughs> of Jesus, <laughs> I I clicked Chad. I literally clicked Chad to do. It was a different time. And all of a sudden, Sam screams in. Holy cow! Welcome back, dude. <laughs> What's up, guys? Sorry about that. Uh, power is still out at the house. I'm now sitting in the church parking lot. Oh, neat. I'm pulling yeah. a corny. Nice. So what are you, hey, man? Yeah. So what? wait, are you on your laptop with your... What are you using? I'm using my phone oh, with the, with the earbuds. Does it sound okay? You actually yeah. don't sound that bad. Um, okay. You're a little hot, a little hot. But, yeah, but otherwise you sound pretty good. Sorry about that. That's all right. I don't know if I can control my audio on this. I, I don't know. We're going to do this on the fly here, so I'm going to turn you okay. down, and Andrew and Corny just give me a little bit more, and I think we'll be all right. <laughs> Not sure how long the battery will last, but I am here. We'll Sorry put, about that, guys. Oh, you don't have a charger like in, for your car? I forgot it at the house. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> okay. Well, we were. But just... if I have to drive back, I'll drive back. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, worst case, worst things can have happened. All right. Yeah. Well, we were just doing so, kind of our intros. Uh, the only thing I needed to ask of you, uh, Sam, is had you seen this before? We, of course, yes, made the, the joke at your expense you were there at the premiere in high school. It was 1973, <laughs> by the way, in case you're... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had seen it. a glimmer in the eyes of my parents, but I had seen this, yes. Oh, good. Um, excellent. Well, uh, so Andrew was, was telling us that he was super disturbed but uh, by the movie... <laughs> Uh, and then Sam screamed in our ears, and we all peed ourselves. Disturbed. <laughs> I didn't know I could just join in on a conversation on Skype. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I guess it's... Actually, I'm not sure why either. Actually, <laughs> maybe because I tried calling you earlier. No, you yeah, were, probably you're... since I was already a member. Yeah, earlier you were already part of the, the power converse... came off. Yeah, yeah, you were already part of the conversation. So Skype yeah. remembered that. Weird. All right, whatever. Uh, so, Andrew, were you... Oh, crap. I just unplugged stuff. Um, <laughs> sorry. There, go, there goes Corny. No, that was me. Uh, Corny? Andrew, were you done? Well, no, I was just going to say yeah. that I thought the movie was done well, and um, I enjoyed... I mean, not it, aside from the fact it was disturbing, I thought it was a good movie, and uh, there were a few things here and there that just a few... Uh, I don't know if it were just when this movie was made, they didn't they didn't think about some of the issues, so they kind of let some little things go, but they were noticeable in the film, but not terribly. But overall, I, I think it's a great great horror movie. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Corny. Yeah, uh, I I legitimately uh, hate horror movies. Um, <laughs> So imagine my surprise when I knew we had to do this. Um, I, uh, it's really tough to have watched it just because I, I really didn't want to. Uh, but at the same time, um, it is one of those classic movies that I feel like you have to watch at least once. And um, <clears throat> the just the pure uh, evil uh, that they, they let Linda Blair do was impressive. Um, it, it really... 
I guess to the point is to make you feel bothered. I did a great job, and I think it's one of those things that I thoroughly appreciate feeling very, very uh, uh, out of sorts about this movie. Um, I thought it was very interesting, the uh, the <clears throat> kind of anti-hero priest. Uh, I guess that's the term I'm going to use. But um, Yeah, he, yeah he, I'd he call him that. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it, but he has to. And then the movie did not. Oh, here's one of the things about this movie that uh, I think I enjoyed. So this movie's been around for much longer than uh, we've been alive, except for you, Sam. And <laughs> but for everything that I've always heard about this movie, it didn't go the way that I thought it would. Like I thought, um, you know, spoiler alert, um, the young priest, um, I thought he was going to be the battle. You know, he's going to be the. All I can think of, Courtney, I know you're getting ready to make a really serious point, but all I can think of right now is freaking happy uh, Billy Madison. I need a young priest and an older priest and some ice cubes. Sorry. That's all I can think of. Um, Anyway. All right, please. Sorry. As they were standing in the room and I was like, it's the old priest and young priest. I finally saw it. Right. But no, um, it was so weird. Um, the, uh, I mean, the, I guess the point I was going to make was, um, I really thought the young priest was going to do most of the stuff, but it turns out he was just kind of hanging around. It was the old dude um, that that kind of did most of the stuff. I mean, uh, they both did. Yeah, they did. But um, oh, they very did. Uh, but anyway, I, I I don't know how I feel about this movie. Maybe this uh, podcast will help me change my thought process. But um, I I. I don't know. I think it's something that you definitely have to see, um, regardless of the violence and the, uh, um, yeah, we'll lose over the violence. Okay. okay. <laughs> and language, yeah. Yeah, definitely language. Um, Sam. Not the worst language ever. Well, I'm yeah, I mean, Sam. it's not like yeah, a I mean, Scorsese film or a Tarantino film, but. Yeah. It just generally doesn't come out of a 12 year old girl. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. That's true. I don't know, man. I, I kind of work with high school students now, and I, every once in a while I work with middle <laughs> school students. It's a, it's not too far off sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Oh dear. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, oh, it's my turn. It okay. Is. Can you guys still hear me? Okay. We can. Okay. All right. Uh, I watched this. Um, goodness, it's been quite a while ago uh, that I've seen this one, but I remember being completely. And utterly freaked out at this movie. One of those where you know you, you kind of figure you have to leave a light on at night. Um, you know, after seeing this thing, I wasn't as freaked out this time, mainly because I kind of knew what was coming. But the great thing about not seeing a movie for a long, long time is that there was a lot of stuff I had forgotten, and a lot of stuff that I had forgotten was a lot of the stuff I actually love about this movie. Um, I love the the intro. Um, in uh, in Iraq or wherever they are, digging up uh, some old stuff, you know, finding the little demon idols and and kind of introducing you to the exorcist, you know, the guy that's actually going to be doing the battle. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, it's, there's so many iconic shots in this movie. I love it. You know, you know it starts out with the the human sized de- demon statue on the left side and the exorcist on the right. And it's just the whole movie was this this setup, and I I really enjoyed the pacing that it took to get to those final twenty minutes of 
craziness in the uh, in the bedroom. And um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We watched *Nymphomaniac*, right? Yeah, remember she's Is twelve. Okay. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, there, I'm confused at some plot points, and maybe we'll talk about some of those uh, in in the future. Um, but I really like the slow buildup. Uh, how how this girl just got worse and worse and worse and. I love the juxtaposition of science versus religion and the idea of, you know, even when they they gave her the idea of doing an exorcism, it had a science background. You know, do it because she might believe it'll work. Um, but uh, these, these, I don't know, there's something about the spiritual world and the, the crazy things that can happen in that world that just, just kind of freak me out and... Uh, this movie uh, did real well doing that to me again. Just maybe not as much as the first time. Although it could have had, I mean, it, I actually believe it or not, folks, Kimberly watched this movie with me. Yeah. Well, until the final 10 minutes. Okay, that makes sense. And she couldn't, she, she left the room. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, so I was very, uh, you know, it was kind of nice, actually. But, um, you know, it was a it was little too much for her temperament. So, um, which is 1973. It just blows my mind that oh, yeah. that some of the stuff this girl was saying and doing were were outrageous. They were definitely um, pushing pu- pushing boundaries. <laughs> easy, easy. Yep. Uh, rooster. <laughs> yeah, do I need a rooster tail that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, uh, Sean, I'd like to hear what you have to say. You're kind of a, a movie geek. Um, <sighs> what do you think about uh, about this one? Okay, so I'm with Corny. I don't really do horror films. Um, yep. I've probably seen more horror films for this podcast than in, than on my own. I just don't watch mm-hmm. them. My my kind of my own little joke behind it is that real life is scary enough as it is. I don't want to be scared <laughs> uh, voluntarily. <laughs> Um, and again, I'm sorry for the, I know you three can't hear it, but there's this weird clicking noise and I'm, I'm to the listeners. I apologize. I don't know what it is. Is it in the attic? Uh, I, okay. That was confusing. So okay. there's those are rats. Uh, somebody, that's a monster rat up there. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, so, so there's so much of the movie that it was really actually confusing to me. Um, okay. as the viewer, again, I only watched it the one time. So the three of us watched it for the first time for this viewing, Sam, you've seen it before, but it's just the one time. So, yeah. Um, you enjoyed the the long open. Um, I was kind of bored because, frankly, I if if you're gonna show me the the you know the the standoff between the the statue which represents the demon that is this supposed to be versus the exorcist, then give me that, and it not twenty minutes of him walking through the streets of Iraq. I just. I kind of got bored but, with that. Um, well, and and that's well. Like, do, I, do we want to argue yet, or should I? I, look I don't know. Up? I mean, it's fine if you want to, but I mean, I guess I was just again, I was bored watching him just walk places, like uh, like, what, like Randy Newman or something. Yeah. Like, what's with the what's with the pills, and why does he? That's, yeah, I was wondering about that as well. I thought maybe, you know, because I'd forgotten so much. I thought maybe he had somehow been possessed. I'd, I'd, and then uh, was going to bring that back to the states. I couldn't remember how the girl got the demon. Well, yeah. So yeah. And so that I, I. So my first thought was that was that it was 
he was sort of responsible because they unearthed something that yeah. that jarred some demon loose, whatever, fine. And somehow it made its way to Georgetown because of an artifact that she bought at a bazaar. Like, he held that little thingy up, right? And then, then like, somehow it says, you know, two weeks later, and that thingy is on her mantle because she bought it at the local fair or something, right? And then that's how it got into her. It just randomly picked her, which is, again, fine. I don't necessarily need an explanation, whatever. Um, but... Why, like, were there rats in the in the roof? Like, are we are we to assume that that was the demon in physical form making weird noises? Is that what's well, happening, or is it? Here's what I got from all of that, and and I think it it it's involved in the slow buildup, because even the walk through the streets was meant to get you on edge, to show you things you aren't used to, to put you in a world that. That's just a little bit different than yours and make you uneasy. Well, yeah, and but, I, but the, I've seen that. The scratching, the scratching in the attic is something that people with old houses kind of get used to with animals up there, whether it's a raccoon or, or a squirrel or, or rats. Um, those types of old houses have problems with this, stuff like that. So, And not to mention it led up to the jump scare. Right, but that's my point is that if you're just leading to a jump scare – then then give me a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because I was I kept I was again I was confused. I was like, wait a minute, I thought that the demon could only possess on our plane. They can't come to our plane. Again, what demonology I know, I mostly know from Constantine. But um I just was confused. Get a mirror. Get a mirror. Right. So that's what I was Yeah, they should they should have done that. Um <laughs> you find a cat it was actually funny while watching the movie, my cat came in and actually sat in my lap for a good portion of the movie. And at one point, nope. she just looked up at me, and I just kind of looked at her, and I was like, half in, half out, and okay. Um, <laughs> and I was actually good with her. Um, what, awesome. actually, what actually scared me, there was um, the, there was actually kind of a funny moment with a jump scare of my own when um, when we first, she first kind of was like, I don't feel well, my bed's rattling or something like that. My, my wife yeah. opens the door to the laundry room, which is just outside my little office here. And that actually gave me more of a jump scare than anything in the movie. <laughs> um, cause it's a loud noise. Um, though I, so none of the jump scares really got me. I mean, not really. Um, and not because the movie isn't good. I think the movie is fantastic. I really do. I, yeah. And it, it, it was deserving of its Oscar nom for Best Picture. Um, yeah. Some of the things just didn't work on me personally. Um, and again, I was kind of bored with the intro. Um, and I was, again, I was confused at some other things. Um, for a woman who wasn't religious, she sure said Jesus Christ and GD a lot. <laughs> Um, and for Christ's sake, she said that a lot for someone who wasn't to the, religious. To the preacher. So she's from uh, Jersey, right? That's pretty much how that works. I, like, who knows? She's from L.A. too, I, I think. I don't, I don't know. Um, but she, yeah, to the, to the face of the preacher, I'm like, oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> you, you don't do that. Well, and those were the most drinkingest preachers or priests I have ever seen. My God. I'm sorry. Yeah. I actually hang out with Lutherans on a regular basis. That seems to Yep. Um, Us Lutherans like to drink. Like... I guess, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that drink into sin, um, you know, Jesus had wine and threw some good parties. Fine. But shit, like he stole like alcohol <laughs> from a party and was getting like legit shit faced. So yeah, whatever. 
Um, no, Solomon did that. I, well, and not to mention, I mean, he's, I don't know if this started the trope, but the the pastor who's losing his religion. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's so. <laughs> thank you, R.E.M. Um, no, yeah, that's a trope, and that's fine. Um, yeah. I, again, I, I, a lot of the character development in the movie was actually really good. I was just introduced to a lot of characters that I didn't care about. Yeah, well, and, and yeah, that's not, that's what can I inter- intersect real quick? No, please. The the exorcist, the person doing the exorcism. I want to know more about him. Yeah. All we got was that he has some sort of sickness that he has to take these tiny little pills. Yeah, he has to take Altoids for. Yeah. Yeah. He he digs up stuff in the desert, and and he's actually done an exorcism before. Yeah, and he's done it before, but I don't. You don't get any other background or. W- Other than he's the wise old man, possibly that and can do this. Here's the weird- and he's on screen for like five minutes. Yeah, literally. Here's the weird part about that, and this is just a. I'm not sure why they did it. Maybe because of the book says this, but Max von Sydow, when he filmed this, was 44 years old. Uh-huh. Why did they old. need him? Like, why did they need to make him 80? Wow. You know what I'm saying? 44, like, seriously? Yeah, he's only 44 yeah. when he made this. I, I wouldn't have put him less than 60s. Yeah, look at him now, and that's what he looks like in that movie then in makeup. Like, when yeah. you see him in... I will say they did a good job with the makeup. Oh, then he looks fantastic. Uh, he looked, yeah. like, again, well, Sam... a hell of a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> again, yeah, Sam thought he was in his 60s. I mean, in yeah, that I, movie... Yeah, I, I legitimately thought that was him. I, I did not yeah, see that was all. Yeah, that him. was all makeup and liver spots wow. were all drawn on. So, why? I mean, I guess if you need to have your old man, <laughs> then I, I guess hire an old man. But whatever, that's a irrelevant point. He was a great at the part. I wanted more of him, personally. Yeah. Because um, he had some good lines. You know, I captured one of them, other than the, him screaming the power of Christ part. But like, he had some good dialogue. Um I, I just, I kind of didn't really care much about Philadelphia preacher or priest. I'm not sure he's from Philadelphia. He just acted like he was from Philadelphia. Um, Which Rocky? one is he? The, the, the boxer? Yeah. Rocky Mark. Like yeah, because yeah, he's got the Rocky thing happening, you know, like that's why I just assumed yeah. he's Philadelphian. Um, that douchebag cop. Um, <laughs> with, the, with the weird eye? Yeah, so he, <laughs> he had a weird eye. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a strange, like one eye is bigger than the other. That's yeah, weird. they call him Weird Eye Yankovic. Nice. I, not remembering a whole lot, I thought he was the one that was going to get pushed down the stairs. So, would he be our hopping man for this movie? Because. Well, no, because he's there at the very end. Yeah, but he does, but nothing happens. There's no resolution. He comes yeah. into the room and then takes a look. And then, so, so does he, <clears throat> do they charge... Um, young preacher. When we keep calling your preacher, they're priests. Do we call? Do we, does he charge young priest with the murder of the director, and then a su- and a murder of Van Sydow, and then a suicide? Like, are they pinning? Because he wanted to pin it on him anyway, because yeah. he thought it was him. So does that guy now go down in his his town is now known as a double murder suicide, or well, and here and they they certainly let the family go pretty quickly. Uh, if, if this is a real cop, that's not going to happen. Right. And then, like, I, I just, I was confused. Like, wait a minute. What, what is happening here? Like, if you're going to introduce this character to, yeah. an, inter, to, to basically add drama on a third level, right? It's already bad enough we've got an ex, uh, a, a possessed daughter, 
upstairs and the mom is slowly kind of losing her mind as a result of this. Now we have to add extra stress onto her because of a cop, which was, I think is good filmmaking because we, as the, as the viewer can feel that stress. Now we're, we're dealing with the supernatural and here comes a law abiding cop who has no clue what's happening. He can only yep. go by what the law says and I am the law. Right. And, <laughs> and then, but then nothing happens, but then like he just shows up at the end and then that's it. So I was confused. Like, wait, what happened with him? Did, did anything happen or nothing? So again, uh, hopping man, whatever. It's fine. Um, uh, what else was driving? A couple things kind of bothered me though about the movie. Like that kind of bothered me. Why did the director have to be a complete asshole? Like <laughs> I kind of didn't and care. French. Or didn't, what was he? Was he French? Was he French? I don't know. He had a weird accent, and he was yeah. drunk all the time, or high, and I couldn't understand what okay, he said so sometimes. And I, I did figure out something I didn't catch the first time around with the director. No, yeah. he's the one. He's the one that dies falling downstairs the first time. Yeah, where his head is completely turned around, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, now I understand that he was in the room mm-hmm. and was happened. thrown out because the curtains and the the windows were blown out. Yeah. Um, so somehow he was in the room with the girl, which is even creepier if you think about it. Yeah, there's... That came across my mind for a couple seconds, and I was like, Well, there's actually some stuff in the trivia about that. I didn't capture it because it was super creepy, but basically there's... there's, I I can't remember if it's in the novel or if there was a version of the script that the reason why he was up there is because he was doing inappropriate things with the girl oh dear and which triggered the demon to 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 come alive twist his head all the way around and chuck him down the street (laughs) um so yeah um so i don't know if but but regardless he was in the room and she did that and it took me a while to figure out that that was what had happened um but eventually we got there, which is again fine. I'm okay with them not spoon feeding that to us. I'm glad that it, it took yeah. us. You know, we had to figure that out. They're um, making it. They're they're considering the audience smart. Yeah, which is. And I, uh, I always appreciate that in a movie. They yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't need to mansplain it to us all the time. Yeah, and that um, that might have been something that in 1973 would have been way too much. Up and yeah, 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 yeah. Even if they had not shown it on screen. But yeah. somehow just somehow we find out about it. I'm yeah. not sure how. Maybe the demon says it. The demon's yeah. like, oh, he came into my to the room and started messing with her and I didn't like it, so I whatever. Or I thought it was funny but wanted to kill him or whatever, you know. Like but maybe you're right. Maybe possessing the girl, fine. Physically assaulting the girl with the mechanical thing that slapped her around the bed, fine. We'll ruin this person forever. But you know, a little, little, uh, little rapey thing he happened. We're not going to do, you know, I guess that's the line in this movie. <laughs> so the, 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 the things that the physical things that happened in the movie were more jarring to me than what was supposedly the supernatural meaning. Um, when I did my internship, my, my, uh, at the film company I worked for one of the guys that was on set, uh, one of the producers of the company, uh, or the management of the company, 
he did his film internship under someone who worked on this movie, was there on set. So the stories that my buddy told me were firsthand stories from him. Like, you remember, not the opening scene, but one of the, like the opening five or six minutes of the movie when the mom comes downstairs and the, the, the maid, I guess she's the maid, is cooking breakfast. The mm-hmm. bacon kept curling up. So they halted production for like four hours until they got the right kind of bacon that wouldn't curl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, a lot they just of, wanted bacon. Yeah. That's all that was. Yeah, just for the shot. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I would do the same thing. We um, have to get this bacon perfect. Yeah, but it's not. But it was for just like a, a shot where it's basically a, a, a throwaway shot. But whatever. <laughs> the director was insane, by the way. Let's just let's throw this out there. This director was bananas, yeah. right? So, the another one that's really famous and and it, it was kind of corroborated in the trivia, where there's a scene where they needed a jump scare. She needed actually to jump scare the actor. So instead of saying, all right, you're going to turn and be scared, jump scare, he actually aimed a gun at them and fired a gun with blanks to scare the actors. And the actors hated it. The actors hated this guy because he tortured them like that. Um, Obviously, everybody knows the story about poor Linda Blair and her back when she was getting tossed around on that bed. Um. Not like, to mention the freezing temperatures. Yeah, like, yeah, um, and she's in that little nightgown, and the poor girl about had hypothermia because it was so cold in that room because they pumped air-conditioned room in there, or, you know, uh, conditioned, whatever you know what I'm trying to say. Cold air. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then Ellen uh, Burstyn, the, the mom, when, when demon daughter punches her in the face and she falls back, the harness, she was yanked back so hard when she landed on her back, it actually bruised her back. So when she screams, that's real pain she's in. Uh, that's not a reaction. That, that's, that's, ow, I'm hurt kind of a thing. So, like, there was a lot of that kind of stuff happening on set. And it's like, my gosh. <laughs> like, you could not do that nowadays, you know? I mean, of course, you then you, you read a story like Ron Perlman hit a subway train at 44 miles an hour. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but oh, at least he's an old man and can make his own decisions, you know? The way you say, yeah. Corny? I said, because I'm the juggernaut. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you, though, um, I really like the subl- subliminal things they were yeah, showing in the movie. That was crazy. The face every now and then. Yeah. The, uh, you know, kind of he, the, the dream sequence he had was super creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, I'm getting the chills and, just thinking about it. Or it could be AC in my house. And I hate to say it this time around, the non-supernatural spooked me more than the supernatural. Yeah. The visit to the psychiatric ward. Oh yeah. Was. Yeah. It's icky. And And super uncomfortable. The freaking neck, whatever they're doing when they're drawing her blood or whatever they are in her neck. Oh yeah. Oh good God, I couldn't watch. I could not. I literally turned away. I could not watch. So. I'm going to go there for just a second because that's part of the trivia, but that's fine. So when this movie aired in theaters, people at that scene, Sam, at the, oh, yeah. at the, the drawing the neck and they're putting the chemical in her brain so they can get a contrast when they take the, it's not an x-ray, it's like an MRI, but it's, it's something called yeah. something different. That super loud, terrifying torture machine that they put her in. And that's the scene that most people had a problem with and... People were like passing out in the aisles. 
Um, like like one guy actually passed out and fell and hit his face on the seat in front of him and actually like broke teeth and he sued the exorcist. Jeez. He sued the company, like Warner Brothers or whoever owned it. Um, there was there was a lots of, of of that kind of thing happening. People had a really yeah. physical reaction to this. And well, he, what was what was before this? What was the big horror? Rose, I mean, you've Rosemary's got your, Baby, your crazy. Mo- well, when was Rosemary's Baby? Sixties, wasn't it? I thought. I don't. I don't know. Um. Well, yeah, but there's also a bunch of Hitch- Remember, Hitchcock is before this too. But there's nothing yeah. gross in most of his Hitchcock stuff. My gosh. And you got to remember, you know, our society was a lot more religious. Yeah. Back, um, you know, in the 70s than, they, than we are now. Eh, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Um, Percentage-wise, yeah. Um, Rose, Mary's. 1968 was Rosemary's Baby. Okay. I mean, you got movies oh. like, oh, you got other Hitchcock movies like The Birds and um, and, and things like that that were, were terrifying and whatever. So I, I get it. But we've also had movies where like people are having like weird reactions to. I, was it like I'm trying to remember? It was in Japan and a movie aired, and it was like it was like the Pokemon movie or something. But like there was so many colors and things. Like people were having seizures. <laughs> um, so it just it just depends, you know, on the movie and and whatever. But yeah, that scene was gross. That scene made me super yeah. uncomfortable, especially that poor, like that machine. Like I kind of felt like, my gosh, what? Nothing can be worse than what the demon. Like the, the demon can't do anything worse than what that machine's putting her through. <laughs> um, although I don't know, when no. you have to write "Help me" on your belly from the inside. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Inside. <laughs> Thank you, Adele. Medina Adele. For me. Excuse me. What was I going to say? Oh, there was another thing. So you didn't hear Sam because you uh, weren't here. But um, yep. the intro clip that I played is after the doctors have exhausted all of these medical things, right? And they're talking to all the, the videotapes. They've reviewed all the videotapes. And they're talking <laughs> to the mom, and she's she's pissed, right? She's like, don't effing tell me this. Blah, 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 blah. She's just mad, right? And then they're yep. like, well, do you do you believe in exorcisms? And blah, 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 blah. Here, and she, they explain an exorcism. And then she's like, so what you're telling me is I have to take my daughter to a witch doctor. At that point, I looked at my computer and was like, F you, bitch. My gosh. <laughs> like... <laughs> All of these, you're in a room with the probably the brightest doctors on the East Coast, right? You're probably at Johns Hopkins or somewhere near D.C., right? And all of these doctors are saying that your daughter is physically normal, right? So we can see she's doing all this crazy stuff, right? We Some doctors have witnessed this. The bed is floating. All this other stuff, right? We understand that. So here is an off-the-wall notion and she like spits it back in their face, like, so I gotta go to a witch doctor? Did he say witch doctor? No. He said no. you need a priest. You need a young priest and an old priest. And uh, some ice cubes and a five iron. No, um, but but he also gave the reason the scientific reasoning behind it as well. Sure. Yeah. And you know, he's he's making a reasonable 
Let's, you know, we've done everything, lady. Yeah. Everything possible. Yeah. This I just, is something. The power of suggestion yeah. works. Compels you. Yeah. I, the power <laughs> of suggestion compels you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think we got our title. I was just pissed. I was, I was grumpy at the mom. I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, here's another hopping man. The father. Why do we need to have a, 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 a 10 minute tirade of her yelling at her dad over the phone? Or actually not yelling at the dad, just yelling at the operator trying to get a hold of the dad. There was never a payoff Con there. Yeah, just conflict. Like, I mean, that's just making make you feel uneasy. Just like, same, again, same reason why every ten seconds there was another weird loud noise. Well, there was a lot of that. Shit, like, yeah. <laughs> like I kept turning down my headphones just because it it, it would hurt my ears. Like the, the sound yeah, the, the dialogue is so soft, and then all of a sudden. God uh, forbid, yeah, just, you know, a door slams. Or like the dogs, <laughs> like playing in the in the uh, out oh, in the yeah. desert. <laughs> right, like like over, you know. All right, we're gonna record this and then crank it to eleven, and then and then we're gonna make it louder still, right? Because it kept gradually yeah. getting louder, and then just mixed in with other weird noises, and it just became a cacophony of awful. Yeah. And yeah, nice, nice word. Thank you. The movie is full of that. Um, yeah, which makes it scary. Yeah, um, but here's the big question: all right. Why is this movie considered a classic, and how does it do those things right where other movies get it so wrong? You want? You want? We can do right. I don't know. Is that a rhetorical question? Is I, that... I, I don't think it is. I think there's actual physical things that are happening in this movie that make it work. Um, yeah. So Corny and I both worked at the local theme park here, and we worked during Scarewinds, which is the, the Halloween-type time when they turn the park into scary fun time. And um, <laughs> Which is what, what I like to call Wednesday night, if you know what I mean. Uh, Corny... Just um, don't bring your you know six-year-old daughter. Right. Oh, gosh, no. Uh, Corny, being of his size and stature, was usually wearing a harnessed monster kind of a thing or was a... Coat. Like a big Pokemon. Sort of? Yeah. I was pretty much Snorlax, actually. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. A big, big, hairy, scary one. Um, but anyway, my point is is that they also have within the park, they have these things. That, they call them mazes. They're not mazes. You just It's a path that you walk, but it's a, it's a building. It's a structure that you go in, and they have jump scares throughout the thing. But they, they have music. They have speakers in there that they crank music that is... Uh, appropriate for whatever the theme is. Like there's one called Last Last with the clown. So there's a lot of that weird disjointed clown music. Um, they've got um, one called Defects, which is like defective toys. So like you have a lot of like toy boxes and stuff, you know, whatever. But my point is, is that it's super loud the entire time. Like yeah. you walk in there and it's like 102 dB constantly. And then you have Oof. these monsters like banging on stuff and jumping out at you. And so what doesn't make it scary is that you're at sensory overload, so you don't have a chance to process what's happening. What they do really well in this movie is they have the absence of sound a lot. Uh -huh. yep. You have a lot of these intense moments where there's no music, where it's just super muted and calm, and then bam, it hits you in the face. And not even as a jump scare, but just you know whether it's her spitting up or... She starts cursing at you or, or the whatever, right? So there's a lot of that, which I think makes it great in that part. Um, I also think the other thing is the visuals, I think, hold up. 
Now, we all three, four of us watched the Netflix version, which is the theatrical version. Um, I learned that in 2000-ish, 2001, whatever, 2003, when they when they, they re-released it um, for an anniversary, or something, I guess it would have been 2013 or 20, uh, 2003, they re-released it with a scene that they filmed with her like doing like a weird spider walk up the stairs, but mm-hmm. you could see the wires in the the movie, and but they digitally removed the wires for the re-release, and like people think that that's one of the creepiest things they've ever seen on film. Um, <laughs> so I kind of wished we had seen that version, but uh, we didn't. But anyway, uh, but I you know like the bed lifting, yeah, obviously the bed is on some kind of gimbal in the wall. Fine, but yeah. it looked great. Yeah. You know, yep. so it's it's one of those physical effects that just it's yeah does well, it does well. The makeup in this movie, yeah, was it's, insane. Uh, the, Linda Blair's makeup just amazing. Yeah, it's really great. So movies, the, the new scary movies now rely, I think, too much on CGI. Absolutely, and there's there's um there's a non genuine quality to it, and therefore it's not. Like, the last scary movie I saw that actually did kind of bother me was The Grudge. And that's just because in movies with children and pet and animals that are scary, like, I have a problem with that, and I don't know why. <laughs> and when the little boy, like, looked at you with the weird mouth and meowed, like, that, I was kind of done at that point with the movie. Um, and it didn't help that I was living with our buddy uh, Chris at the time, who... Um, <laughs> in our apartment, we had a two stories, a townhome, a two story townhome. He had a black cat upstairs. So my then girlfriend, now wife, came home, and uh, Sarah and I get get ready to get in bed, and all of a sudden we hear his cat running around upstairs. I ran up there and I said, "You need to get that cat under control, or I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna drown it in a bathtub, and we're gonna start the cycle all over again." Oh dear lord! That's that's how the Poor movie cat? starts. Is is that? Oh okay. yeah. The movie, the movie, real quick. The movie, The Grudge. This isn't a spoiler. That the 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 husband, um, just had a psychotic break, I think, and he murdered his <laughs> wife, his boy, and the boy's cat, and he drowned oh, the boy in the f that cat. Right, he drowned the boy and the cat in a bathtub, and then he ripped the uh, the jaw off of his wife. Uh. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So like when you see her, like her tongue is hanging down on her chest. It's gross. It's a gross movie, but it's CGI, but it's still gross. Um, it's got Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. Uh, it's basically, it's a based off the Japanese version of the same movie, but yeah. we have to make it American because, you know, America. Um, and The Ring also came out like right before that. Yeah, The, the Ring is, I, I, yeah. The Ring, I think a lot of people ha- had issues with The Ring. I was kind of freaked out with The Ring until she came out of the TV and then by literally breaking the fourth wall, I was actually kind of like, okay, that's kind of dumb. Um, but like, like the horse, when the horse freaked out, like that kind of freaked me out a little bit, but anyway, <laughs> so fine. Um, lots of, lots of boom under said horse. Yeah. Lots of boom. But I like the, I like the physical effects that, that yeah. look real, just look real. You know, CGI, I love my CGI. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Jurassic Park fan, of course, but it's but done well. It's done well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Corny. And, and in horror movies, you can do it on the cheap. Yeah. You could, you know, blood is not that hard. Well, yeah, I and mean, if, that, um, you know, come across, the, you know, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say some of the best horror films are not done with CGI. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
well, yeah, or very, go, done with very little. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons... So, again, the same buddy of mine... Um, um, I'd actually like to get him on the show one time, uh, on the show, on this show, if he's done several movies, and if any of his movies ever get on streaming, I would love to do them, and then have him on to talk about it. Absolutely, that'd be um, awesome. But he mostly, he and um, my mentor from that company... Um, Sarah Michelle Geller. N- no, she was not my mentor. Um, oh, okay. No, Sarah Eric Silverman. Eric Holloway was my mentor. He was he was a good uh, a good man. Um, anyway, so the two of them founded a, um, a a company together to only produce horror films, because horror films are super cheap to make. Yeah, you know because really good ones like Blair Witch that was like nine thousand dollar budget. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and like Paranormal Activity is like. Seriously, they're like $3 million budgets. I mean, most of it is on actors and craft services. Yeah. Um, so you can make really good horror films on a super low budget. So uh, if they're done well, the, the, the one that my buddy did is a movie called Death Foretold. It's four little vignettes all tied together. Um, and there's some cheesy points, and there's like a couple puppetry things happening. Um, but there's some, uh, there's like some really kind of cool moments in it. And, um, I actually, the only thing that I helped him with on is I recorded, he did a director's commentary for the movie, and I was the recordist for the director's <laughs> commentary. And I was like, so am I going to get a credit? He's like, no, the movie's already made, dude, sorry. I'm like, that's fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> so when I got done recording it, then I had to spend the next 10 or 15 minutes alone in the studio watching this thing, making sure that it synced up the whole time, and then you know fix any flubs with the other takes and stuff that he did. And I kind of got freaked out a little bit because I'm in this recording studio at like eight o'clock at night by myself. I'm like, it's time for me to get out of here. Yeah. Um, how did you guys watch this movie, by the way? What? Care- carefully in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is is this the type of movie that that gets an added bonus from a dark, stormy night? Yeah, I I did watch it at at night and pretty late at night, and everybody else you were damn fool. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just when I had the chance to do it, and yeah, luckily it wasn't stormy or rainy or anything. That yeah. would have made it worse. Yeah, I, I watched it last night uh, as well. About I started this movie at about eleven o'clock at night, um, and because because Sam suggested it, you said you said yep. watch it at night, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go for the full experience, full I'm, effect. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna to, to dive in this thing head first, and and so I was in my. Um, the only thing I didn't do is I normally I would watch it with the, my speakers on, but I didn't yeah. know with the language and, and the jump scares. The, yeah. I didn't know if it would bother anyone else at the house. So I, I put on my nice headphones, but I imagine so. Yeah. Um, here, so you, so you want to hear something super weird and creepy though? Sure. Yes, of course you do. Um, as long as it bothered you, uh, sure as hell did. So, <laughs> Um, I, I start watching the movie. Right. Wait, hold on. I got to make sure. When did I watch this? Today's Wednesday. I watched it Monday night. Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Monday night. Um, cause I thought we were going to record last night anyway. So yeah, sorry about that. no, no worries. So last night I put the, my son to bed and then he walks out of his bed at about, about 20 minutes later, gets out of bed and I'm <laughs> like floating. No. And I'm like, Hey buddy, what, what? He comes into our bedroom. Uh, my wife and I are packing up. I'm like, "What's going on, buddy?" He said, "I couldn't sleep." I said, "What's going on?" 
And this is what he literally says. The statue woke me up. Oh. Seriously, this is no yeah, bullshit. Parker one time. I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. And I looked at him and I said, what did you say? And he said, at the neighbor's house, the statue woke me up. And I said, okay, it's time to get back in bed. So I got him back in bed and put him to sleep. And then the next morning, I said, did you sleep well? And he said, yeah, except for... And then he corrected himself and said, the spatula woke me up. And I uh. said, the spatula? And he said, yeah, he, the neighbor was making burgers and it woke me up. So I, I have no idea what he's talking about. But I had chills when he said, the statue. <laughs> and... Uh, Here's the thing, Sean. I was I was afraid you were going to do the thing that most uh, Caucasian parents do in movies like this, where the child says something completely terrifying, and the first response is, "No, no, I'll go to bed. It'll be fine." Yeah. Now, see, in my household, when Parker did that when he was little, hey, this thing scared me. I said, "Really? What you staying here tonight?" <laughs> I immediately said, "You're going to be in here, so if I'm going down, everyone's going with me." Well, every. <laughs> So I, it's funny you said that because I tried, so uh, about a year and a half ago, we were at my, our, uh, Sarah's brother's house, um, and Declan started crying, and I mean crying, while we were in the living room, you know, watching TV or chatting. So I, I walked back in there, and I said, what's going on? He said, the ghost woke me up. Oh and dear lord! Time so, to go. Time to get your stuff. Go. Oh. So we. So instead of doing the typical movie thing where I'm like, "That's not real. Ghosts aren't real." Blah blah. blah I'm like, "Okay, well, you're two, and sometimes two year olds see things that we don't." And <laughs> half in, half out. Well, and and frankly, and people might listen to this show uh, and might think I'm off my rocker. I've seen shit. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have seen stuff. Sean used to be black. I, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen stuff that will scare you white. <laughs> it changed my skin, my hair color, and <laughs> my voice. Um, awesome. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We're just gonna keep. We're just gonna go with this and see what happens. So I started asking questions about the ghost. And what does he do? And we talked about it for a little while. And then I kind of realized that it was just this imaginary thing that he was making up because he kept changing details. And he's like, oh, the ghost is hungry. I'm like, well, then we should tell the ghost to go to the kitchen because that's where the food is. And then he's, then he would. So eventually we, we, ta we, ta and then when the ghost followed us back home, that's when I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't real because they don't, they don't do that. Um, so they usually stay in one place. Uh, unless they ho he hopped on my car. I don't know. That's a, that's a two and a half hour drive away. But anyway, so my point is, is that to your point, Corny, I didn't do that thing because frankly, I was kind of nervous to, <laughs> you know, like I thought maybe we should have a conversation with it. And maybe if, and we'll say it's real. And who are you people listening in you guys? Who are you saying it's not real? I, I, you know what I'm saying? So, so what if it's real? So maybe we have a nice, healthy conversation with the ghost. I'm going to tell you this story real quick. Corny, you've heard this story. Um, I worked with a guy at Carowinds who also believed, and he did an, an install at the, the Grand Old Opry. Hello? Yeah, something just kicked it. You guys good? At the Grand Old Opry? Yeah. Hold the, on. Yeah. Everybody good? Okay. Yeah, we we're right back. Okay. Yeah. Heard, yeah. You heard with a gut, and that was it. Yeah, at the Grand Old Opry. Yeah. He was doing an install at the Grand Old Opry, and the house manager was like, hey, the Opry is haunted. Just accept it. 
And so my buddy Chuck was like, um, okay, I'm good with that. And they said, what should we do about it? He's like, when you go down to get your equipment down in the basement, you just introduce yourself to the ghost. They'll leave you alone. So Chuck's like, all right. Well, the guy that was working with Chuck, who they brought in, Chuck didn't know him, was like, F that, F ghost. I don't believe in that stuff. So Chuck goes downstairs and said, hey, my name is Chuck. Here to do an install. Going to put your, some new speakers in. Going to make it sound great. It's going to be a good time. Other guy was like, F you, whatever. The next day, that guy fell off a catwalk and broke his arm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so ever since Chuck told me that story, again, Corny, you and I both worked at that Carowinds Theater, right? Mm-hmm. That theater is haunted by a girl, a young girl. Um, Meredith saw her, and some other people that I know have, have saw her, uh, and I have seen her. Uh, well, I've seen you her. You know, I think I pushed that out of my mind. That's why I continue to work there, but thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't see her. I saw her, like, um, reactions. Not reactions. Like, I saw doors open and shut that shouldn't have kind of things like that, right? So, every... when your cat... Uh, yeah. So every, especially when my cat actually walks in my, the door here, that freaks me out. Um, so I would always introduce myself. Hey, my name's Sean. I'm going to be your stage. I'm going to be your manager for the building. And I did that at Carowinds and I did it at the theater at the uh, university at UNC Charlotte. And um, for you listeners who care, I've got a new job at Clemson University. And when I go to the theater in that building that I'll be managing, I will do the same thing because why not? Anyway, enough <laughs> about that stuff. I know most listeners now at this point are just like, shut up. No one, that's not real. Um, I will say this, Corny, to your joke about white people doing dumb things in movies. No, no, well, well, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> do what? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. How about this? Would any one of us ever hear a weird noise in the attic? Turn on the light. See that the light doesn't come on and go anyway. I, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't. In fact. Espe- you know, especially if it's a giant rat. Yeah. No, never mind a ghost, but a freaking, yeah. you know, squirrel in the attic. Yeah. I'm not up there without a, a, a flashlight and a baseball bat. Right. Yes. Yeah, some exactly. kind of, per- not a lamp, not an open flame <laughs> lamp that, like you could drop and light your house on fire with. Well, and it exploded right there at the jump scare. Yeah. Um, in <laughs> fact, I told that to my wife. I asked her that very question and she said, hell no. In fact, you know what I'm doing? I'm building a tower of boxes and chairs that keep the, the uh, uh, attic from coming <laughs> you down. Can't, you can't bring it down. Yeah. Get the boards out. Let's get the nails. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no more, no more. Yeah, yeah. that stuff that's up there, gone forever. You know, we'll yeah, buy more. Wiring's Christmas. gonna have to come up through the basement. Yeah, yeah, cr- yeah Christmas it's, decorations. Yeah, not... yeah, that's all gone. <laughs> this ish ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. All, all your college stuff, Sean. We just got the. You just got to have those memories in your brain because you your stuff's gone. <laughs> so that stuff that drove me. That that's just whatever. Um. Oh, what's happening? Okay. Um. What? Um, Captain Howdy. That was actually kind of super creepy. Um, yes. Although that, that did come with the my, my first eye roll of the movie with the Ouija board. Yes, thank you. I, I'm not a big fan of... I don't know. It's just... That, that got to my, it's a little over the top with Ouija boards, that, I think. That was my yeah. first um, trope. Actually, investigating yeah. in the dark was my first trope. My second one was Ouija boards are evil. Now... Do we think that this movie is the reason why we think Ouija boards summoned the demons and things? 
I don't know. Because I don't think so. I think it probably was a thing before this, and that's why they put it in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I played with one when I was a kid um, with a buddy of mine, and he freaked me the hell out with it, and then I got kind of freaked out by it, and I never touched it again. It wasn't mine. It was I, you know, I had the same thing. When we asked, you know, what spirit was was watching us, it did the initials EHV, which is my father's initials. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no. Nope, done. Yeah. Done. <laughs> nope, not going to play. Well, it's funny because no. they, they say the reason why it works is that it's your subconscious, right? You're subconsciously moving it, right? So yeah. when my buddy and I did it, he was like, you want to watch something really freaky? So we pulled it out, right? And he's like, all you need is two, all you need. Sorry. Sorry. He says, all you need are two fingers. I'm like, all right. And he, so he says, watch this. So he puts his two fingers. Jeez, this is getting weird, guys. All right. Uh, Sorry. Keep going. Um, as Andrew would say. There we go. Sorry, I forget that music was going on too. Uh, so uh, he he like the little the little triangly thing that your your pointer, he yeah. was like drumming his fingers on it like so it wasn't like it was constant pressure he was drumming his fingers and I was doing the same thing we were kind of proving to each other that we weren't doing it and the thing damn moved so um, he <laughs> asked the question when will Sean die and it started going to a number and I was like Batman I'm not doing that and I slapped the thing away. And he's like, you don't want to know? I'm like, even at the age of 12, I knew better to ask that question. So I wanted no part of it after that. Um, do you guys have... <laughs> he just starts to spell out Sam Vector, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. By the way, the Ouija boards uh, was in a movie in 1920. Wow. It was the very first instance of Ouija boards in a movie. Like you gotta wonder if like the people that manufactured them like are they freaked out like all the damn time? Well, I, one would think it's kind of I would think it'd be kind of like uh, Willy Wonka's factory. Yeah, because you know, yeah. the board the boards would just kind of make themselves. No, okay. You know. Sorry, that that noise is just killing me. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, hopefully, it will be gone next week. Um, I know you guys can't hear it, but it's painful. Um. Weird racist drunk director died. Are they alluding that the demon? Uh, yes, we did. We already talked about that. Douche cop. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that cop. Okay. With the weird eye. Weird eye. Uh, Yankovic. Um, he threatens jail time if he doesn't tell about his patients, which I guess in 1973, doctor patient confidentiality wasn't a thing, right? Well, I I thought that was from the beginning. That should be. I, anyway, okay, keep going. Yeah, so he so he threatens him with the jail, right? And he's like, are you threatening me? He's like, oh, no, I'm just talking about it, right? I don't know why he turned that weird accent. But then he says, um, if then he says, like, I'll deport you. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like, is this how you get your information by threatening to deport people and stuff? He should have been like, I'm from Philly, you know? Can't you tell by my sweats? Um, what's Philadelphia? Born and raised. Yeah, the with the playground he spent. A lot of exercise most of his days. Yeah. Laughing and anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> I really actually wrote, I bet that fell hurt. I think I meant the right fall. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, what? Uh, 
Oh, then I, so I, I quote, I put the quote down for witch doctor to capture. And then I wrote, what? A priest is not a witch doctor. Doctors have exhausted all medical opinions, so they are offering something different, and then you mock them. There is no likable characters in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than the daughter, like, um, glad I wasn't eating lunch when she shot that spe- uh, split pea suit at him. Um, she has two servants, yet she's downstairs ironing his clothes. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, all the backwards audio bit that you guys... Uh, Oh uh-huh. yeah, that back, actually, yeah. actually one of the more yeah, that, bits of this. Do what, Corny? That was one of the uh, more creepier bits of this uh, for me. Well, yeah. backwards audio, also known as backwards masking, is a very popular thing in the '60s and '70s. Once people learned how to record tape backwards, um, and every rock and roll tape had one of those backwards messages. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, there's that joke. There's a lot of you know uh, those bands from that time. If you played their music backwards, it would tell kids to. Do bad things, right? Uh, they even make Lord, the air conditioning in my car is so freaking cold I can see my breath. Nice. Uh oh. <sighs> Means there's a demon in there. Are you I wearing? Must a, be in, you in wearing the back ID? seat. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I kind of wish I had your problem because air conditioning in our car is dead. <laughs> anyway, um, it, it, it needs to be exercised. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, backwards audio. So there's a Beatles song, right? Number. Seven? Number nine? Number nine. Yeah. That shit gives me the willies. I can't listen to it. We did it in my recording class. And like I almost want to pee my pee myself. You guys know what I'm talking about? Is, <laughs> no. it, is it is is it the white album? I can't remember. Um The Number Nine Dream. Uh Beatles Number Nine. Number nine backwards, yeah. Um, I am not going to play it because it freaks me out. Um, what? Oh, I love the article. I love the 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 the. <laughs> the I'm not playing you. Stop it. Um, <laughs> um, I love. I the, feel comfortable. I you know I feel very comfortable talking about this movie outside my church. Yeah, good. Um, this makes me feel a little better. Somebody wrote something that, that like, in a house where the power's out. Yeah, right. Um, the revolution number nine. Yeah, it just freaks me out. Should I play it? Yes, I want to hear it. Okay, here we go. Oh wait, you can't hear on my computer. Um, damn it. Give me a sec. One. You're gonna There's hear you're, 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 you're gonna hear yourselves double. Okay, here we go. You should be able to hear this. Okay, this is forwards. This is normal. Why is it coming through the speakers? What is happening? <laughs> For some reason, my computer decided to play it through. All right, whatever. Um, give me a second. I don't know why my my. The, the the laptop I'm using here for Skype just decided, oh, I'm going to just use the external speakers instead of the internal speakers for reasons. Oh, crap. Whoa. Sorry. Weird noise. Are here we, we uh, watching Contact again? <laughs> yeah, this guy's on the Contact, <laughs> isn't it? <sighs> They're all prime numbers. Uh, yeah. Number nine Beatles. Okay, no, this is going to make me... I'm going to have nightmares tonight because of this. Good, now you know how I feel like whenever Children of the Corn is mentioned. 
Nine, number 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 it just goes, it just keeps doing that, right? So, um, Beatles backwards, right? So, when you play it back, uh, Revolution played backwards, when you play it backwards, Song by the Beatles, what? No one cares. <laughs> so when you play it backwards, it's take him home, take him out. Like, this is what happens when you play it backwards. Okay, I, I can't do it anymore. It just freaks me out. God. <laughs> like, what is the, what are the Beatles doing with that? Like, just... I don't get it. I didn't hear anything other than weird backward-sounding stuff. Well, it was... You didn't hear them chanting? Well, yeah, but... Like, all night long? No, take him out. Um, oh, my Lord, take, take him, him out. Yeah. Take him home. Um, and then... So oh, here's the music. Let me turn that down because that's a little hot. Paul is dead. Children playing. Since then, his suicide was. I can't do it. <laughs> do, you, do you think that though? Do you think that people have listened to that and then? interpreted what they wanted to say instead of actually what it well i mean po very, very possible i mean there's a reason why uh freaking charles manson went on a murdering spree because he listened to the beatles helter skelter and thought yeah. he, they were talking to him so again my my, my oh, just the beatles freaked me out um i, I mean because you could listen to anything backward and, and probably come up eventually, with something yeah well, I mean, yeah. I know if you listen to country backwards, you, you get stuff back, you know, you get your home <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, you get your dog back. back and your girlfriend back and your car back. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, creepy audio, you ready for some clips? Let's do sure. it. Sure, let's All do right. it. All right. I also, um, the last thing I, I, I wrote in my notes is, um, well, I, I did write, Constantine would have punched that demon out a while ago. And then I wrote, I did not see that coming, meaning when the uh, the priest was like when first the first the demon kills Max von Sydow holy crap didn't see that coming and then young priest gets really upset starts punching the girl in the face and then says come into me take my body and then it does and he throws him out the window and then down the stairs killing himself i guess thus effectively preventing the demon from having a host so i didn't see that coming um anyway uh, here we go. I this clip I captured sim simply for the fact that I don't understand why it's funny. This damn thing, will you? It just doesn't make sense. Oh, perfectly plain. You're a teacher of the college. You don't want the building torn down. Come on, I can read. Well, what's wrong? 
Well, why are they tearing the building down? Shall we summon the writer? He's in Paris, I believe. Hiding? <laughs> why is that funny? What is that? What? I don't know. Any, like, what, I'm just... Maybe it sounds like I'm going to vomit. I'm not sure. It, just, <laughs> it was dumb. I, did, I, just, I didn't understand why that was funny. Oh, maybe he's in Paris hiding. Ha, 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 ha. Why? What? I'm, I'm not... Like, all of the extras got it. They knew that like, they're in on the joke. Is no, that he a, didn't say hiding. What did he say? Oh, he... Uh, that, I think that was an F-bomb. That was an F-bomb. Really? Yeah. Oh, do I need to go back and rooster tail that? Because yes, I never you knew. Do. I just, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's why they laughed. One seventeen. Okay. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew what he was saying. I thought he said he was hiding. <laughs> Once again, Sean plays the game of what did that guy say? <laughs> he says the f bomb there. Really? You know, when yeah. Sean played it the second time, I was like, maybe they didn't drop the f bomb. And then when Sam was like. Yeah, uh, that, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does he really say it? I'm, I don't want to go. The Sam thing, well, it just doesn't make sense. Why, it's perfectly plain. You're a teacher of the college. You don't want the building torn down. Come on, I can read. Well, what's wrong? Well, why are they tearing the building down? Shall we summon the writer? He's in Paris, I believe. Hiding? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, there it is. <laughs> Never heard it. Seriously, I watched the movie and then pulled that clip and then listened to that clip three times before playing it for you guys and still had no clue that he was saying that. <laughs> Listen to it backwards. So now I get why this... Uh, now I kind of get why it's funny, but it's still, it's still dumb. All right, here we go. Uh, she is pissed. Here we go. This is Mrs. McNeil. Operator, you have got to be kidding. I have been on this line for 20 minutes. Jesus Christ, can you believe this? He doesn't even call his daughter on her birthday, for Christ's sake. Oh, maybe the circuit is busy. Oh, circuit's my ass. He doesn't give a shit. Well, look, why uh, don't you let me... No, I've got it, Sharon. It's all right. Yes? No, operator, don't tell me there's no answer. It's the Hotel Excelsior in Rome. Would you try it again, please, and let it ring? Yeah. Hello? Yes? No... Operator, I've given you the number four times. What do you do? Take an illiteracy test to get that job for Christ's sakes? No, don't oh. tell me to be called, damn it! How can you take an illiteracy test? <laughs> <laughs> very, very slowly? Yeah, I guess. Huh. Okay, sorry, I just figured something out while we were, um, I was playing that clip. That weird noise is uh, in my microphone for some reason. Weird. Because I can see it in my uh, my recording. All right, whatever. Huh. Sorry. I'll get it fixed, I promise. Uh, more douchebag director. I took two clips and mashed them together, but yeah, douchebag director. Tell me, was it public relations you did for the Gestapo or community relations? <laughs> yes, of course. You never went bowling with Goebbels either, I suppose, eh? Nazi bastard. Hunting hand, bloody damn butchering Nazi pig. What a douche! I'm kind of glad. Actually, that's imagine what I sound. What I uh, sorry, that's what I imagine when uh, 
Chad's drunk. That's what he sounds like. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, here God we go. bless his soul. Here's a little. Yeah. Uh, here's a little weed reference. You keep any drugs in your house? No, of course not. Nothing like that. Are you sure? Well, of course I'm sure. I tell you, Christ, I don't even smoke grass. Not even smoke grass. I actually thought she said crack. <laughs> I thought she said crack too. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a big step. <laughs> oh, I don't even smoke crack. Oh, well, everybody does that in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grass or crack, you know. It was, um, it was a different time. Yeah, it was, really. Uh, Max <laughs> Blindside Al saying some cool stuff. What was it the 70s? I'm very tired. No. I'd like you to go quickly across to the residence, Damien, and gather up a cassock for myself. Two surpluses, a purple stole, and some holy water. And, um... Your copy of the Roman ritual, the large one. I believe we should begin. Do you want to hear the background of the case first, Father? Why? <laughs> Why? I like that. Why? It doesn't matter. Um, it kind of sounds like my cat in the background, to be told. <laughs> and of course, you know I had to do this. The, the power of Christ compels you! There you go. So. I feel like a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you. You mean, uh, oh, I feel like a Power Ranger. There you go. <laughs> How was that? Yes. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Time to move this uh, puppy along. All right, trivia. Oh, tropes. Uh, also, the last trope I wrote down was a Popeye moment. Um, the Ouija board investigating the dark in the Popeye moment. She's like, are you guys done? Nope. Is my daughter going to die? No, she's not. <laughs> and he runs back upstairs and it saves the day. So good job. Um, trivia. The first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture Academy Award. The four films that would follow would be Jaws, Silence of the Lambs, The Sixth Sense, and Black Swan. I did not know Black Swan was considered horror. Yeah, have you seen it? Oh, yeah, dude. No. Yeah. But I didn't know it was horror. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I've not seen it. I kind of don't want to. Psychological horror. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I don't want to see it because of that now. Um, yeah. A few psychological horrors. Uh, <laughs> which is funny because when I was Googling uh, this, the, the answer to this question, because I couldn't remember. You'll go blind. Uh, Jaws. I remember Jaws, Silence of the Lamb, The Sixth Sense. I couldn't remember Black Swan. No, I couldn't remember The Sixth Sense, but I remembered Black Swan. I was trying to, so I googled that that list, and somehow Jaw, uh, Jurassic Park got put on there, and I was like, Jurassic Park is considered horror. And then the funny thing was that, that the picture they used for the the article was from the third movie when Grant is surrounded oh. by Velociraptors and he's talking to him. Um, due to death <sighs> threats against Linda Blair from religious zealots who believed the film glorified Satan. Warner Brothers had bodyguards protecting her for six months after the film's release. So is that like the Gary Busey guy from uh, last week's movie? Yeah. Oh, Jake, yeah. Jake Busey? Yeah, Jake Jack Busey. Busey. Yeah. Jake Busey. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Uh, in an interview, Jason Miller stated that he had a major verbal confrontation. Ooh, 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 come back. There we go. Uh, major verbal confrontation with William Fried Friedgen, the director. After the director fired a gun near his ear to get an authentic reaction from him, 
He told freaking that he as an actor and he did not need a gun to act surprised or startled. So, you know, um, can I? I want to take a sidetrack here, please. So we all had a certain or knew a certain assistant dean of music. Uh, that one time I walked in his office and he literally pulled a starter pistol out of his desk drawer and fired it. And I have never been more frightened in my life. I thought he really had shot something. Why did he do that? He said it was for a percussion, uh, you know, to use as percussion oh, right. in some piece. Well, kiss my black ass. Right. Yeah. I would have probably peed myself, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had a little boop. And a couple streaks after that one. Nice. Uh, in the documentary, included the character a little poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the documentary that included on the 25th anniversary edition, the several actors revealed in many shots that it was not necessary to quote unquote act, as was captured on film, were genuine reactions. For example, uh, the the mom mentions that her scream and facial reaction after being slapped by Reagan were due to being pulled too hard by the harness. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, Linda Blair's screaming was a reaction to being bounced around on her bed. William O'Malley recalled that William freaking slapped him prior to shooting, and this caused his hand to tremble while blessing Father Karras. <laughs> Jeez. I just, that director sounds like an asshole. Uh, Leo, Lalo, this one's interesting. Lalo Shriflin's, Shriflin's score was rejected. Um... He also did the Amity Horrorville one, the 1979 one. Uh, the director said that he had heard the music of Tangerine Dream, which is a person, who would later score his uh, film Sorcerer, and said that he would have them scored this film, and it would have that person score this film. This, this is worded really poorly. Uh, Friedkin, the director, actually hated the music so much that he yelled for the orchestra to stop playing Remove the reels that had been recording the music from the sound desk and promptly threw the reels into the street in front of Lalo and his wife. Wow. What a horrible Good person. Lord. Know, what a right? giant douche. I know, right? And the bag that it lives in. So, <laughs> damn it. Uh, there we go. That's it. That's all the trivia I wrote down. And other terrifying things. Soundtrack grade. I kind of wanted to hear the theme more. Like, no, not like. Where they do it in Halloween, where they use the theme every three seconds. Oh, but I could have yeah. used a little more of it. it just, you heard it, what, twice in this movie? I think literally twice. The beginning and then the cool yeah. scene when he gets out of the taxi cab. Yeah. That becomes the poster of the movie, which is a really cool shot. I mean, a really cool shot. Um, you don't get you don't get shots like that. Iconic shites. Sh- shites? <laughs> you don't get iconic. <laughs> I have an iconic shite. Yeah, you movie. had one when... Uh, <laughs> The doctor, uh, uh, what's his name, shot that gun off in your office. Um, so there you go. Um, what did we learn? The devil is bad. That's what we learned. Um, Who's bad? The uh, oh, okay. Who's bad? Hold on, my computer's not working. What's happening? Oh. Nothing is ha- is working tonight, right? My gosh. The devil. <laughs> yep, Chad has has possessed our podcast with his demonic soul. Oh my gosh, Sam! Your group me request of should you drive to the drive your car to the church and do a telecast just came through. Oh, you think I should do that? Yeah, it's a good idea, Sam. <laughs> okay, I might do that. Maybe it'll work. 
<laughs> Seriously, my phone just lit up and it says you just sent it. My gosh. <laughs> well, I will just say I just got like ten new messages from you guys on there. Oh my gosh. So, Including a, a Ronald McDonald who is crying fries. <laughs> oh no, he's he's vomiting. He's vomiting fries, okay. Great. That's <laughs> oh. the exorcism of Ronald McDonald. Did I get did I play? The devil. There we go. In case I did. Yeah. yeah. All, right. Um, all right. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm just going to say all the weird stuff we've got going on tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep. Um, God, Sam's in the closet. Yeah. Battery about dead. Is that actually happening now, Sam? That is. I just said that. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we're, we're nearly done. Uh, exorcism and or possession movies are our top three. So, Sam, I'm actually going to let you go first in case your phone dies. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I've got an honorable mention to The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Has okay. anybody seen that one? I have. It's in my list. That is a freaky, freaky, freaky movie. Uh, it, it, that that scared me more than this movie. The um, Corny and Andrew, do either one of you seen that? Have not. No. no. There's a scene in the movie. There's a scene in the movie when the girl in the dorm room. Yeah, Emily Rose. Yeah, dude. Oh god, freaking giving me chills right now. Oh Um, god, she's she's like having issues, right? And the boyfriend's trying to be a good boyfriend, and he looks out the window, and in the distance, the cloud formation kind of turns into the sign of the devil, and he turns around, and she is looking at him, and she's contorted, and. My God, it's one of the freakiest things I've ever seen on film. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally getting chills. Yeah, I, I am right too. I'm, and I, I need to go watch like the Care Bears or something right now. Like, am, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but that was my honorable mention. I've got Constantine as number three. Okay. That's one of our movies. Yep. I've got Fallen at number two with yeah, Denzel Washington. Denzel, yeah. And uh, Speaking of and, cats, halfway in, halfway out. Yeah. Was it John Goodman was in that one as well? Uh-huh. I think, yep, hey, look at me. And my number one demonic possession exorcism movie, Ghostbusters. Nice. Uh, wait. Yeah. Who gets possessed? Oh, yeah, yeah, freaking uh, Keymaster Gatekeeper chick, uh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, okay, Andrew. Thank you. All right, I have an honorable mention of Daffy Duck's Quackbusters. <laughs> my gosh, I remember that cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about, how about oh. this for a bit of trivia for that cartoon? This is something that, that you only remember because of the thing that you remember. But in that movie, he's investigating the, the the things happening, right? And he does the typical like detective thing where he takes a lamp and sticks it in the guy's face, and he says, "Quote: Where were you the night of April sixteenth, Corny?" Um. Well, it was your birthday. There you go. Uh-huh. So it's, <laughs> that's my. I was like, "Hey, that's my birthday." Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Continue, right. please. Uh, number three, I had Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. All number right. Two, I have The Shining. Yep. Yeah, that's another good one. Oh uh, yeah. Never and seen then, uh, Number one, Beetlejuice. I've never seen The Shining. So. Yeah. You've never seen oh, Beetlejuice? No, I've seen Beetlejuice. Oh, Gosh, I two. own that on oh, DVD. Oh. Yeah, The Shining is worth a watch. It's very good. Yeah, and if if you're a real big fan or even are confused by the movie, the um, Room 237 documentary on Netflix is amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's a, uh, about the movie. Yep. I, I would recommend it. That's one of those where it, it's kind of a sin if you're a, a cinephile 
um, What'd you call me? To miss it. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. There's Again, I have a handful of my list of shame, and that's on it. Uh, Corny? This is going to be tough, because I uh, haven't seen a lot of, of these types of movies. So I'm going to go with uh, uh, my, uh, number three of Child's Play. Um, okay, Possessed kill, Toy. Kill, yeah. kill Little Doll with uh, the mom from Seventh Heaven. Um, uh, let's see. And uh, my uh, number two, uh, I hope will, will work. Um, uh, uh, sorry, actually, I know it will work. Sorry, Ghost uh, with the, right, one of the sure. weirdest sets of things going on with Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ruby Goldberg, God rest her soul in her career. And uh, <laughs> right, lastly, uh, I think uh, I will uh, take one of Sam's and go with Ghostbusters. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. My turn. Um, number three, uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose just freaks me the hell out. Just can't do it. Um, number yeah. two, Constantine. Number one, The Evil Dead. <laughs> Is it that oh. his, his hand gets possessed? Well, not only does his hand... No. Well, technically Evil Dead too. yeah. His hand gets possessed and he chops it off. But it's also yeah. his girlfriend gets possessed and then he has to kill her. And then the, uh, the old lady turns into the big weird thing and then the trees are kind of possessed. And it's it's a great film. Go watch it right cool. now. Um, I'd rather watch that than this again. Actually, I just, I just need to get the image of Emily Rose out of my brain. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was the way she's looking at him. Yeah. It's, I just it's... I need to stop thinking about it. Seriously. Oh, like it's God. it's yeah. freaking me out. It just really huh. is. Um, all right. How about narrow? Yeah. Just, I, I seriously, I'm going to go like watch some sports center or something just to um, get my brain right. Uh, that's, that's what gonna... I had to do after this movie. I had to go watch Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, I I actually did. I didn't do that. I did go and watch um, some ESPN after I watched this because I needed something, yeah, a little happier in my life. Um, cool. That's gonna do it for the for that part. Uh, out of ten, right? That, yeah, because there was no email uh, this week, which is fine. Um, uh, so we'll do out of ten for this movie. Uh, and um, I have things to type here. Give me a sec. Um, Oh, excuse me. Out of 10, um, uh, Sam, again, I'm going to let you go first in case your phone dies. Um, I'm going to give this a good solid 7. 7 out of 10. Um, it's worth seeing at least once in your life. All right. Uh, Andrew? Um, you know, I think it wasn't without flaw, but for a horror film, I think it was done well. And for the time period, I think it was done well. Um, so I'm going to go... Uh, we'll, we'll go a little higher. I'm going to go 8.1. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, Corny. Um, I, I Again, I, I was unsure how I felt about this movie. Again, I, I still feel like it's a movie that uh, you need to go see. So uh, I, too, will give it a fairly high rating of a 7.9. Oh, okay. Well, wow. Yeah, that's pretty wow. high. For the guy who hates horror films, Um, I... I think it's a really, really good movie. And again, I get why it was nominated for stuff. Editing is a little weird for me, but it's just that style of editing back then where it's just these super quick cuts between things happening. Um, the director pissed me off 
like the movie director and then the actor director in the movie. Um, <laughs> just being a douche to your to your crew and your cast just sounds awful. So, um, but not to take away anything from the performances, which by the way, also in the trivia, the um, um, the girl was nominated for an Oscar, but once the um, the the committee. Um, learned once the, uh, what's it called? The, um, what's it called? The Oscar committee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, learned the Academy. Dang, that's the word. Gosh, why was that so hard? Learned that they, um, that she didn't voice all of the demon stuff that they, uh, they took it from her. They, they, they would basically said, Hey, you can't win the nomination. It was Mercedes something. The woman. Lewis. Yeah. No, he's that's a football player. Um, it is actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, who knows that for? Uh, he's a tight end for a while. Yeah, he is. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's gonna do. It. Oh, so I guess I need to give my score. Um, but all that being said, it's a really good film. I'm just gonna give it a six point five. Um, it's really worth watching, but um, yeah, there you go. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, jeez. Cool. Okay, guys, you guys are killing me here. Um, what's wrong? My phone's blown up between you guys sending weird attachments and stuff. So, uh, that's good. So, involved. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, Corny, because you don't want to be. Um, uh, so that's it. So, um, so that's gonna do it. So here is what's gonna happen uh, going forward. Um, so you, the listeners, uh, the listener. Um, I'm kidding. You're right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Voted on our movies for um, October, and apparently our website doesn't work anymore. What? What? Really? Um, okay, there it goes. That was weird. Gosh, tonight. Um, so you have the have voted, and the the revolt the re- revolts the results are. <laughs> I'm sure there probably was a revolt. <laughs> uh, so obviously, The Exorcist Hell no, was. Hell no, we um, won't vote. Hell uh, no, we won't vote. Uh, the Exorcist was uh, one of them. Uh, um, so um, our other movies that have won the vote would also be Jaws, Event Woo-hoo. Horizon, and there is a tie between The Babadook and Trimmers. Babadook. So, um, how you guys, maybe we'll just wait and see what, well, maybe we'll put that last in the month and maybe we'll get some more votes. Uh, but right now I will say, um, with confirmation, uh, that we will be doing Jaws next week. Yay. Um, Spielberg's Jaws. So the movie that prevented people from going in the ocean for about a year. Um, uh, pretty much, I think people still avoid the ocean uh, because of that movie. I'm kind of one of those people. So yeah, you're weird. Hey, if the only way We're I'm going to get bit by a shark is if he's coming into my kitchen because I'm not going into his. Um, maybe he gets <laughs> develops a taste for redheads. He gets he develops a taste, yeah, and then he, he makes a, kind of uh, a breathing apparatus for the out air. Of, out of, Too out of, spicy. Out of plankton, and then uh, you didn't see that. I'm a 300 pound tuna. You're like a what 115 pound lion. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for, for this for this show. So Jaws, <laughs> tune in for next week. It's going to be fan-flippantastic. Fantastic. Um, this was a good show. Uh, maybe, I'm a little freaked out. And, um, 
I <laughs> I don't want to watch scary movies ever again. Um, please re- leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, you guys have no idea how much that makes our lives better by doing so. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Vote on our page. Uh, if the vote numbers change before we do the movie, then we'll do it. We'll change it. Uh, but right now, Jaws is clearly in the lead. Um, follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Please to, please send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. We, uh, we would love to hear you say things to us. Something. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I guess we can do it. This was fun. I kind yeah. of, I'm glad I watched the movie, and I never want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> just, just throwing it out there is all I'm gonna say. Um, oh crap! What is happening? Uh, if you guys really wanted to f with me tonight, tonight would have been a night to to log into the to my script and start changing words. I probably would have like, just quit the show. <laughs> It's not rage quit. That's like what fear quit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you just would have heard me screaming like a little girl and run into the other room. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sean, look out your window real quick. Yeah, I'm on the second floor. Yeah. So. Yeah, down here on the deck. Uh. <laughs> I know you're just being funny, but I really don't even want to look at the window right now. <laughs> like on the off chance that there's just something, like a moth or something, would just freak me out. No, there's of, not too many bugs out here tonight. On behalf of uh, Andrew Corny, Sean, Sam, and Sean saying thank you for listening. Good night and holy The power of podcast compels you.